0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox.
2: Hello, and welcome to Fearless Generations: Twelve Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are doing Step Ten. Which is trust. And I am excited to get this show going because tonight is integration night. And we are going to be talking about all the stuff we've been talking about this month and also bringing in some news. So, to get started, let me introduce my beautiful co host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry?
0: I'm doing fine. How are you doing, young lady?
2: I am doing all right as well. Good,
0: I've had good, a good. pretty
2: good day today, so wow. I and I had a, a nice weekend, so I am all good to go.
1: <laughs> Glad
2: to hear it. And as our listeners know, on Integration Night, we have our a beautiful friend Trish March on the show with us. So welcome, Trish.
1: Woo-woo, it's nice to see you, or it's nice
0: to be you, lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Trish. Always good um, to hear so your, your
0: voice. voice. Yes,
1: yes, Thanks. yes.
2: So, Trish, just to recap uh, for our listeners who may be new, why don't you tell us uh, wh- what it is that you do as a coach?
1: Ah, well, I work with women that feel beaten down, bottled up, or burned out by life, and they're ready to embrace uh, and love themselves and their life. How so important thing you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I work one-on-one with clients, and I also work with groups, and I do some workshops, too, So, and I'm getting ready to kick off a new group on Facebook um, that's going to be a little bit different than some groups I've been part of in the past, so I'm really excited to take a step in a in a new direction. Yes,
2: yes, I am a part of that group, and I'm excited for it as well. And please, Trist, when as the call is over, um, post links to your group in on the on the Facebook page so that our listeners have an easy way to to get there and to be a part of it as well. Okay, great. So I will do that. Thanks. Yes, yeah, please do so we like to make it as easy as possible for our listeners to get this information and access to our guest coaches. So please do check out the Facebook page so that you can get any information about them or us and what we're doing uh, quite easily there. Uh, Cause that's why we put it there, right? <laughs> um, yep. We are talking trust tonight and trust, is one of my favorite steps because it's a huge step in my process of getting fearless, and that's kind of what we talk about, right? We, <laughs> as fearless generations, we talk about getting fearless and um, getting to freedom. And trust is actually my first step that I take. I have to trust myself to um, to become aware, uh, to become willing. So trust is a big one for me, and before we get into it tonight, I just wanted to quickly say something that came up for me um, while I've been thinking about this step and what to talk about tonight, and I want to say it now before I forget. So one of the big things that's come up with me for me is permission. It's something that I talk about a lot when I'm doing my personal coaching, And um, that we have permission to to shine, um, permission to uh, live the life that we want to live, permission to own our space, to um, whatever it might be. And I think that trust is such a huge part of permission, that we can trust ourselves enough to say that. Say to ourselves that we have permission, that we're not waiting around for someone else to give us the go, but that we can have our own desire to do something and we can give ourselves permission to do so. And that takes so much trust in ourselves to do. And so I really just wanted to bring that up and, um, you know, just in case any of our listeners really resonate with the word permission or have become aware that that's a big part of their story, um, that they've been waiting around for some mystery person to give them permission to live their lives, um, then, you know, I really hope that you got a lot out of this month and out of trust. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the, the episodes uh, before this month and really listen to uh, Carrie and I and the other coaches and Trish tonight. And uh, Listen to the tools that we've shared and really try implementing those and integrating those into your daily practice uh, so that your trust can increase and you can start to give yourself permission. So, thank you for letting me do that, though I didn't necessarily give you a choice. But um, now that I've <laughs> done <told> that, <laughs> that,
1: yeah, before we get to just. So, did you guys talk at all about like how how do you give yourself permission or how do you get permission? I know permission is a big thing. Like, how, did you did anyone talk about you know what they do to give themselves permission or how they identify when per, when permission is the issue and what they do to kind of resolve that? No, <laughs> this is the first time I brought it well, up. Our sub, our well, no, subject.
2: Yeah, the subject for our other two nights were um, hearing intuition, so hearing and following our intuition. And let me look real quick. I don't remember the other one right off the top of my head. Letting go of control. So um, permission hasn't really come up, and that's why I wanted to uh, just say something to it tonight because integration – Not only do we want to talk about what we've already talked about, but we bring in more information, right? Because we have you on and you're bringing um, a whole new um, look at it as well as our previous coaches. So I just wanted to make sure that I said that because it came into my mind and I really felt like it was important to add it
1: to the conversation tonight. I, I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing to add to the conversation because I think permission is a huge deal and people don't realize that that's kind of what they're waiting for, mm-hmm. right? Waiting to uh, figure out, like, they. You, it's okay if you trust yourself. It's okay if you, you know, trust the process, <laughs> trust your journey, Yeah, you know? So I think permission is a big thing. Um mm-hmm. What is it? You know, do you guys want to dig into that at all, or do we have other topics you want to might want to talk about?
2: Not necessarily for me. I mean, integration is kind of like introduction and string spring Um Okay. So if if you if you want to dive into that, I'm totally good. What about you, Terry?
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> well, do you guys?
0: Is permission a thing for you, Terry, or do you feel like you kind of have that? Well, I think if I, you have. If you, the reason you don't trust yourself is because you don't give yourself permission to trust yourself. Yeah. You're waiting yeah. for somebody else. You're waiting for uh, someone to tell you, "Oh, it's okay for you to do that," uh, or yeah. give you suggestions, or you're taking other people's um, yeah. perspective over your own perspective. Right. And so, you if you're like waiting for someone else to give you permission. Yeah. yeah, if you're like, waiting for they're somebody they're to they're give a decision, they're bigger expert on you than you are. <laughs> right, right, and and so yeah. that that's not trusting yourself, and I think that's yeah. part of part of what we grow up in our, um, you know, how we're uh, we're taught as children and and in our experiences when we maybe we trusted to do something and it didn't work out and we were told that we didn't, you know, we weren't smart enough, we weren't. Good enough, we weren't whatever to accomplish whatever that was, and then we start to doubt ourselves, right and we then we start yes. asking other people first, and we say, "I'm not going to do that until I see that it works for somebody else or I'm you know, and then yeah. we're trust we're reading every book there is on that subject, and we're taking every class because oh, somebody else is going <laughs> to tell us what to do, and you know it's I think giving ourselves permission to trust ourselves regardless of the outcome, seeing that whatever happens, it's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to know not what to do, to what you could do. I mean, it's just giving ourselves permission to be alive and aware and open to possibilities is a totally different mindset than cowering back and saying, I'm not going to do it until I know it's right, or I'm not going to yes. do it until my, you know, my partner tells me it's okay, or I'm not going to do it until... You know, my boss tells me that I, I can go ahead and be creative. You know, it's just, so to yeah. me, permission, giving ourselves permission to trust ourselves is huge. I mean, I th- I don't know how you can trust yourself if you don't give yourself permission to, you know. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah. you know, so many times you get involved
1: in stuff and there's people that are experts or they have a ton of experience and have been doing it for a long time. And you start to learn to, you listen to them, right? And you trust them and you let them make the calls and you let them tell you what to do. And, you know, it's almost like stepping into your path or stepping into your power to step beyond that and start to trust yourself, Um, you know, and, and having, you know, do you wait for permission from those people or do you just take it and do it? (laughs) Right. Right. So it's, it's that's where the dilemma comes in, right? Like how do you know when you're ready? You know? Yeah. You and are have you ever ready? To step out and, <laughs> and be ready. Or are you gonna wait around? Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's you know, something I, I've had that happen to me many times, especially with healing work, right? Because you're learning from somebody. You're taking classes with people, you're trying to gain more and more skills. You know, and when does it when do you have permission to step out and do it yourself? And you know, that's mm-hmm. a perfect example of how fear kept me small. And I didn't trust my, my own intuition. I didn't trust myself, you know, and I, you know, was kind of waiting for something to happen to let me know that it was time. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to just step out. I was waiting, I was waiting, you know, and that can be such a, you know, such a disappointment because you become disappointed in yourself and you feel like there's something holding you back and all it is is fear. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so such an interesting, interesting topic um, around permission. You know, do I have permission to step out and really make that my own? Right, right. Yeah, and takes, I think it takes. For me, yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Well, I I forgot what I was going to say now, so go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll come it so,
0: just, so, Yeah, It doesn't long. <laughs> take long.
2: <laughs> for me, um, this really rings true with, uh, like, when I had my first child. And. I deferred everything to someone else, (laughs) right? Because I had never had a child before. I had no idea what I was doing. I still felt like a child, Um, right? Uh, A lot lot of the time in the beginning, I was on my own because my husband worked out of town. And so I felt kind of like I was just guessing and I was grasping at straws. And, you know, how was I ever going to take care of this child? And then... When I had my second child, it was almost even more scarier uh, because I didn't have the same kind of support as I had with my first child because I moved across the country before I had my second one. And it was like, oh, now I'm kind of on my own, and now I have two, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, So – with each child, there was a new unknown aspect,
0: right? But
2: then there were lots of areas, especially by the time I got to my sixth one, there were a lot of areas <laughs> where I obviously trusted myself to know what to do. Um, and so – but there's – each kid always has a different experience. I remember – my second child, she woke up when she was two in the middle of the night crying, and I went in to check on her, and she had blood all over her face, and oh I totally freaked out. It was like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. I called my mom. I woke her up. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, I have no idea what this Why is she bleeding? She doesn't have a cut, right? I'm like, totally freaking out, and all it was was a bloody nose, but I had no idea what to do, right? Yeah. So every time every time I was faced with one of these experiences, I learned from it, right? And that's, yep. there, there's no ready, you know, there's no I'm ready for this, I'm ready for that. You, you do what you do and you learn from the times where you, you get in a situation that you have no idea what to do, right? Like, that's yep. how you learn to trust yourself. By just getting up and doing it, like it's so funny. Yeah. Anytime that someone asks me, "How do you raise six kids?" and I'm like, "I don't know. I get up every day and I do it." I, yeah. What's the alternative? <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you go to work every day? You get up and you go. You know, it's just it's what, you know, you, it's what you do. So, you know, yeah. when you're when you're thinking about how can I, how can I do this thing? How can I. Get to the to the point where I can step out and take the take you know risks or step out and do this thing that I've been wanting to do. You just do it. And what if you don't feel like you have permission? There's gonna be a lot of times where you don't know how to just do it, right? So there's skills and there's there's coaches and there's support teams and you know there's baby steps and we've gone through those things. And um but you have to start there too. You have to do the 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 call to the friend to talk you talk you through it or, you know, make the list or figure out what your baby steps are or do the things that you need to do to support yourself in doing it. Right? But if you're just sitting around yep. waiting for this this miracle to come down and you know, <laughs> like the angel come down and say, Kelly, you're ready. It isn't going
1: to happen, right? Well, an interesting way of looking at that, too, is like what are you missing out on by not doing it? I I just had a conversation recently with someone, and they said to me, they're like, well, you know, what, you know, and I was talking about my healing work, and they're like, well, what, what damage are you doing or what are you holding back from the world by not doing the healing work? or by not coaching, mm-hmm. or by not doing this, or by not doing that. So sometimes when you look at, you know, the consequences of you holding in, like if if we talk about doing the work of what your soul intended, right, and if you were intended to do specific work, if you were intended to be a mom of six and you chose not to have that sixth child, like what what would you be holding back from the world, right? So it's sometimes you can look at it on the flip side, right? Like what am I by holding back? What am I? What are? What's the world missing out on? Right. I mean that's kind of a way to look at it, right? One year old. Mm -mm. Yeah, I know Mm -hmm. he is cute. (laughs) So, (laughs) so it's you know it's an interesting way to look at it, right? And then what's another way? Like you know if you know permission, like if I if I know the permission for me to like step forward, you know sometimes I can take a leap of faith, but maybe I need to. Like if I know that's something that consistently holds me back, maybe it's as simple as saying, like even when I do my intention, at that point just giving myself permission to, you know, take a step forward or whatever. Like you know, if I if I know that I you know have a you know I need permission around a certain area of my life, you know, incorporating that into my day so that I proactively give myself permission yeah what do I you think of that? that? I love that. I had never
2: thought about putting permission in my intention, so I love that. like my normal intention is today I'm willing to trust myself, right so yeah. I could just today I'm willing to practice giving myself permission to trust myself right that could that um. You know that can be just as powerful, especially if you're yeah. in those beginning steps of giving yourself permission. Yeah. Um. Now I've been practicing you trusting can even... myself for a long time. So, but I love the idea of something that I'm not as
1: comfortable with putting right. in permission. I love that. Yeah. I... I've uh, done some healing work, and in that, I allowed myself, allowed different aspects of myself to come forward, or allowed um, different um, pieces of my of things to be healed. Right? I allowed that to happen, so it didn't have to be so hard. So I allowed it with ease and grace for it to it to be healed, or for it to be for it to change. So even being willing to practice allowing something to happen right it's yeah. almost like you're allowing you're surrendering right Yeah. So that to me feels really nice too cuz it's a surrender piece of that and being willing to accept you know what what's meant to come yeah
2: i know like I, I i know a lot of people have this belief but it's it's um for me it's not as easy to uh to believe when times are hard right that everything happens for a reason and uh, yep. all that is, all that happens is for my good. Now, when something really yep. hard or difficult is happening, right, it's more difficult to trust that I actually do believe that. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, you know, yep. it's, um, when you said surrender, it made me think of that, of, of trusting it and surrendering to, um, to that, that belief you know, yep. um, instead of saying, I'm not, nah, I don't know if I believe this. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how this is for my good.
1: Mm. I mean, sometimes okay. it's hard, especially when your feelings are all wrapped up in that, right? Like it can be hard to yeah. trust. Yeah. Now I know with, with fearless living, they, they talk a little bit about trust with other people and then trust of yourself. Did you mm. ever, did you guys ever feel like you trust, you were able to trust, Experiences with others versus trusting experiences with yourself, or anything like that. Like, did you feel a difference in that? Um, like, if you were for me,
2: trusting. Go ahead. For me, I was able to trust others so much easier. Um, yeah, me too. So, in my practice of trusting myself, um, it's been more of a focus on. Trusting my intuition and not leaning on someone else's opinion, but really trusting that I know what's best for me and my family or I know what my next step is or I know what my purpose is or trusting my passion about things. It's been more focused on really getting in touch with me and paying attention to me. But one of the things that I really love that Rhonda says, Rhonda Britton or anyone new, um, the CEO and founder of Thrillist Living, one of the things that she says is that when we really trust ourselves, trusting others is less important. Because if we can trust ourselves, then we, we trust that we can handle whatever, whatever situation is presented by someone else. Yep. Um, and also, I think we we trust um our discernment between um yep. is this person someone to trust or not to trust right but right. there has been situations for myself where i I am very leery um of letting go of things and truly trusting someone who has shown um, from time to time that they are not um, as trustworthy as I would like them to be. <laughs> so
1: gotcha.
2: that brings in a whole nother piece of like forgiveness and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But I have, so I, I, I feel like I,
1: I have things on both sides of the, both sides of that coin. Yep, I I agree with that, and I I think that trusting yourself, it's actually, when you talk about, you know, not having to worry about other people, when you trust yourself, I think it's because you know yourself, and you, you know, know your strengths, and you know your weaknesses, and you, like, when you trust yourself, it's almost like you get to know yourself so much better, right, that you can dig deep and see what else is in there. And you know that you're going to make it work. Like you, you talked about with the kids, like what's it like to raise six children? Well, you get up in the morning and do it because you trust to yourself and you dig deep and you know what's inside of you and what you're going to be able to handle, right? So that trust has, mm-hmm. you know, built strength and confidence inside of you, um, which is really phenomenal. So that the whole trust, um, you know, and, and really trusting yourself and getting to know yourself and building that and and building that connection with your internal self uh, really can make you know, and a powerful experience. A powerful um, characteristic to have is to be able to trust yourself.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah. If that makes and sense. Terry,
2: what are you th- thinking during
0: all of this? Well, I, I am thinking. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm. I'm uh, I I think that in order to trust yourself, there's there it's it's a lot of um, conditioning that occurs in our lives, and in order to trust yourself, you have to be in that position where you're willing to have that filter, that mindset, and I don't think that comes naturally. I think mm-hmm. most of us. Because of our um, our upbringing, our, the experiences we've had as young people going through adolescence, uh, you know, and again, it depends so much on the circumstances of what your what your um, the word is just not coming to me, but it's, it's not assimilation, but it's, mm-hmm. it's what goes goes up in your around you in your life, the situations that create the lack of trust for others. And the lack of trust for yourself, because if you're if you're raised in a situation where you cannot trust anyone around you, and unfortunately, there are so many people that are raised in those kinds of um, homes and being being an educator, I've just seen so many children that are are frightened because they can't trust that they're going to be fed. They can't trust that they're safe. They can't trust that they're, uh, you know, that they're going to be cared for. And so I think it depends so much on our situation and our environment. Mm -hmm. And so as adults, like for us as Fearless Living Coaches and having had this opportunity to study, and uh, Trish has a lot of other experiences in healing and in energy studies, and we've done a little bit of that, but we're we're kind of transformed and enlightened. And so I think when you get to that point, then you can really start to trust yourself. But I, I just think that learning to trust yourself and to trust others is very dependent on your circumstances. And so mm-hmm. it's not, you know, you just can't turn it on or turn it off based upon a desire. It's, it's something you have to to be conditioned. That's the word I've been looking for the whole time, yeah. that we're conditioned to not trust ourselves. And we may have been conditioned to blindly trust others when we weren't, it wasn't a safe thing for us to do. And so I think it's a a very deep conversation. And learning to trust yourself is surrendering. For me, it was surrendering to my higher power and trusting that the experiences I was having would serve me in my life. And, And they have now, because I'm at a stage I can look back and I can say, oh, yeah, I had. I couldn't trust that person because they were either addicted to something or they had a you know they had grown up and been conditioned in a very unsafe home and and they didn't you know they were manipulating people and whatever I can look back and see that now and I can see that helped me to develop that mindset or develop that filter that I was ready when the opportunity came to me to learn how to trust myself to surrender to my higher power and to trust that that you know, God had my back and as long as I was doing serving and I was trusting my intuition and moving forward that it was go- it was gonna be okay and I had to trust myself first and it's been trusting others had to come after I learned to trust myself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah that's I love I that. To. I was
0: listening to you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, my so ladies, we have you. just over a minute left. So, How did that happen? <laughs> um, I know. So I I want to thank you. I want to thank you both for being here. I really appreciate these times that we have to um, discuss. And um, I I hope that our listeners uh, got a lot out of our conversation tonight. I know I did. And um, again, we just want to thank you, Trish, for being here with us. We know that it. It's midnight for you, and we really appreciate all of the yep. energy and generosity of your time that you give through this generation.
1: Of course. I love Absolutely. I love doing this with you ladies. It's wonderful. Aww. Well, it's mutual remember, admiration society. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and remember, remember, listeners, that uh, Trish is going to uh, post about her new group that she has coming up on the Facebook page, so definitely make sure you go and check that out. Also, Terry and I are doing um, a webinar this Wednesday for one hour on Zoom, and it is complimentary, so definitely check that out as well. It's all about our upcoming workshop, uh, Fearless Life. We want to um, also remind all of you that the 12 Steps of Freedom were created and um, brought to you by Fearless Living, Um, And Rhonda Britton And you can check out more about that At fearlessliving.org We want to thank you for being here And keep coming back And uh, hey, tell your friends about us We love you We'll talk to you next week And until then, be fearless Thank you, Trish Sure, thank you, ladies Good night
0: (laughs) Bye-bye